Hello everyone. This is Vishwanath for Winning It Stocks podcast. I am a counselor and a mental conditioning coach for athletes. I have authored the book Success Mantra in Sports. For my episode today, I have with me Mrs. Radha Krishnaswamy. She is a role model for millions of aspiring achievers. She is a true inspiration for the younger generation. the source of empowerment for all women in particular to speak about her professional certifications she is certified with the american council of exercise as a personal trainer and life and weight management consultant she is certified by the american college of sports medicine as health fitness specialist she is the first lady to be certified by the NSCA as a strength and conditioning specialist she is certified by Reebok as master trainer in India for group exercise she has completed tai chi yang style training from fusion yuan tai chi academy she is a certified marathon trainer she is certified by the international marathon association She is also certified by the EBFA for Barefoot Training Specialist Program. She is also a certified Rehab Master. Her professional experience includes she conducts aerobic instructor certification and group classes and workshops for Reebok. She has served as a director of Dimensions in Gymnasium. She conducts the cricket fitness for sports authority of india she has jointly organized a seminar by representing reebok with the sports authority of india she has worked as a fitness trainer for tamil nadu women's cricket team for 4 years and was strength and conditioning coach for the indian women cricket team for 1 year she is presently working with six senior players from the Karnataka women's team and five of the 16 to 19 years category of the Karnataka junior girls cricket team her achievements include uh, she has been the youngest junior pentathlon champion she was the veterans athletics champion in 2002 she has been awarded as the women of the month by the hindu she was featured as the best trainer in the cosmopolitan magazine she started a coaching center for trainers known as fit fitness india academy she has participated in nine half marathons and she was ranked second in the senior female category she has won the gold medal at a full marathon conducted by standard charter mumbai marathon who in the year 2013 dear listeners i bring to you mrs radha krishnaswamy welcome to the winning edge talk show madam yes sir and on a sunday morning is very nice to be talking to you thank you sir first of all i congratulate you for all your achievements in your career 
Thank you, sir. Uh, Madam, tell us briefly, how did your journey in the field of sports begin? You have you achieved so much. Can you mention your top achievements? Sure, sir. Actually, when I was about 12 years old, uh, I was participating in school uh, games and my teacher, um, she's no more now. Her name is Kunjamal. She um, saw the potential in me and she asked me to join regular training and I just simply joined. Of course, uh, all the people in my family are sportsmen. So it came natural and then I joined and she nurtured me taught me and brought um, NAS qualified uh, trainers and trained a bunch of us and we all became state athletes and the whole journey started with my teacher's blessings and it is still going on. Uh, Side by side your education also continued. Uh, You went on to complete two degrees, one in science and one in law. Uh, But uh, as your sports also continued with education, finally you opted to go with sports. Uh, what made you to take this decision? Um, initially, I did science and uh, my mother wanted me to uh, pursue um, higher degree in science because one of my sisters, I have three sisters, one of them is a doctor. So she wanted me to open a pathology lab. But then the sports in my blood uh, urged me to continue sports. But the second degree law, you know, guess you won't, you will be surprised. I did it after marriage. I joined uh, central government service on sports quota. Obviously, uh, sports was um, uh, well uh, recognized by the central government. So I joined the excise and customs department as preventive officer. And uh, my husband, um, and there is an appeal section and tribunal and all there. So uh, the office people also told me, why don't you go um, and do law? So I did law after my marriage, thanks to my husband and my in-laws family. So. Um, it continued like that. That's how I was able to do two degrees and worked for about 10 years. And then my husband got transferred abroad on a foreign posting. So I went there and then I became a mother of two boys. And then after that, taking care of the boys and frequent transfers, it didn't work out well. Even though I came back and still tried to work, uh, it, it couldn't. I couldn't manage the house and I couldn't do justice to my boys. So I decided it is their, my responsibility. So I stayed home for 10 years, brought them up, and then I uh, quit the job and uh, pursued fitness. Okay. And then I decided to go further. Oh, very nice. I wanted to ask you that question about your family support. You already mentioned mm-hmm. about your family and uh, your family having a sports culture. And also you receive support from your in-laws. in-laws. Uh, can you elaborate more on that? Sure. I'm very, very fortunate and the luckiest person and blessed by God, I, I think, in uh, in this life. My parents supported me all, throughout my life, even now. They support me when I go and run. And uh, my sister is a runner, state runner, all of them. Then when I got married, I got married to a sportsman only. He's a, He was a cricket player, opening batsman for Tamil Nadu. And uh, he lived very close to my house and we used to have university camps together. That's how I met him. And uh, we fell in love. It was way back in 1970s. It's like a love story. So, and then uh, in their house also, all of them are sportsmen. Uh, um, I mean, in his family, he's the only sportsman. But uh, his uh, cousin brother is Venkatarajaman who led Indian cricket team. So in our family, 
in his family also sports is considered very uh, passion everybody likes sports in their family too so my in-laws were very very supportive i have not seen a mother-in-law uh, allowing the daughter-in-law in 70s 1970s to wear shorts and go out for running it's unheard of at that time but she was very broad minded so she allowed me to study further she allowed me to run she's like my mother only so uh, that way i am lucky i hope yeah that's that's a blessing i think it just happened that i happened to be in a sports family to another sports family which is sometimes rare so it's so humble so nice of you to admit all that all the gratitude you are showing to all the people who supported you and absolutely uh, without their support yes. there is no way i could have achieved yes. whatever i little i have achieved and i'm coming back to that krishna leela i i always <laughs> wanted to ask you about this question whether you chose uh, mr krishna swami because there is krishna in his name or mr krishna swami chose uh, radha because there is radha in your name <laughs> um it is not like that the common thing between us is sports that brought us together actually since sports can be so helpful ah huh? it not only keeps your weight under control and give you laurels it also gives you a good husband yes, oh, so so nice <laughs> actually he was playing for university yes. and i was playing for, i was running for the stay university again so he is 2 years elder to me so we used to have regular camps together in the same ground so we used to meet regularly and um, we both are we both belong to the same caste same sect everything same so it's like there was an um, i don't know somehow we started liking each other and it went on for a year or so but nobody expressed to the other that uh, we like each other but when i wanted to leave chennai and come to bangalore to do higher studies as wanted by my parents he expressed his desire that if i go away then it will be difficult for us to meet again and all that so that's when i realized that he also likes me even though i liked him and i couldn't tell i didn't have the courage to tell him so that's how we finally decided we are in love so we waited for some time because we had our other sisters to be married brothers to be married so we waited for about 8 years and then we finally we got married in 1978 okay. it's always the difficult part goes to the man because uh, he is always he who has to propose and is always uh, he he finds it difficult to propose <laughs> okay anyways okay. very nice to know about both of you and uh, such a wonderful everything such a coincidence and everything has fallen in place like a jigsaw puzzle okay exactly and, uh, right people at yes, the right yes, time ma'am. i was in the right place at the right uh, time yes, and many women may be jealous uh, of you also because they were not be Maybe. fortunate enough to be getting so much of support from every player from every corner yeah yeah true yeah. true yeah wonderful madam very true yes and you are talking about law uh, the your your job with the excise department compelled you to study law because uh, that job involved a lot of uh, legal no aspect. no no No, 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 no. Like there is nothing like that. Okay. No, sir. Nothing like that. There is no compulsion. See, there are various departments. There is one department which goes and does only searching. There is one department which will file appeal. There is one department that has to go to the tribunal to represent the government side, and there will be one representing the uh, client side, right? So, I had a. I was fortunate to have two additional collectors. One is Komala Chowdhury and Mr. Chowdhury. Chowdhury is a Bengali gentleman. and komala is from tamil nadu you know the both of them were in the tribunal and mrs komala told me that uh, you seem to be doing well so why don't you pursue in this career in this way also so you can do something different so i was in the preventive side you know where you go run catch uh, clients who who smuggle gold and all that so i did quite an uh, 
adventurous uh, episodes few of them when i was young and then i decided okay let me also go into the tribunal side and uh, uh, um, argue on behalf of the government so i studied and it was very interesting all went very well and i passed and uh, i did distant education through madurai university madurai kamaraj university and i was one of the two people who passed in the second class uh, second class or first class i don't even remember that was way back in 79 80 and then i i was i was working in the judicial cell the the department also has a judicial cell where you know you uh, put show cause notice and you go well talk about against the clara why the government should not collect duty and stuff like that so i was preparing the shokas notices and arguments and stuff and it was quite interesting but my husband got transferred abroad so i had to go with him and at that time i had one son so i had to carry him and go with him and i dumped everything and went with him and when i came back after 5 uh, years uh, I, i we couldn't get chennai again we had to go outside chennai because we already had a foreign posting and outside chennai it was difficult to manage with a child so even though in-laws were with me all the time helping me i couldn't do justice to my son and my career and taking care of a house and all so i decided to quit the job and uh, take care of my sons first fortunately both of them did very well in their academics they are married now both of them are iit um, graduates and one of them did doctorate and in the abroad and he is working as a professor in columbia university and the second son did his uh, mba in um, iim kolkata and he is now doing very well so my part uh, i did very well in that those 10 15 years i stayed at home but i'm happy about that and no regrets so when i came back after the children left and went to hostel i pursued my running career and teaching career and then i got completely into fitness what a role model and a complete family yours is Yes, yeah. So, see, our role is like this. Some phase of my life, you are a mother. In some phases, you are a daughter. In some phase, you are a wife. In some, I am. A, I am. I have to be a good daughter-in-law. Now is the time I have for myself. And you have fulfilled all the roles to perfection. Exactly. And, yeah. Uh, you are also fulfilling I your think. own expectations, and all in one life. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, that is yeah. very difficult to balance. But fortunately, God yes. gave me strength to. through it I'm talking about law you studying law helped you in your profession and uh, you did a wonderful job of it and uh, when you talk about law there is this sports law that is uh, coming up you know the field which is uh, progressing like anything it's a mm. specialized field mm. related to sports and all these uh, people mm. who deal with the law, law sports law look mm. into lot of aspects mm. of uh, things related to sports oh, is there? and uh, i will just mm. you know giving you that tip you know maybe i don't know uh, you will listen to that also with your background <laughs> no you already gave me one this is the second one you are giving me one is the psychology part you told me which i am very keen very interested because now competitively everybody is strong and everybody is fast and everybody is skilled the only thing that differentiates two elite sportsmen are their mental toughness and the psychology behind it so i am thinking of pursuing it and uh, what you are saying about the law part is also quite inviting let's see whatever comes across and you don't have they are saying that you don't have to study mm. separately uh, i think uh, the, you just have to fit into okay. that scheme of things Understood. about doing Understood. understanding yeah. sports law okay. and working there okay ma'am all the best sure, to do that <laughs> okay coming to the next mm. question 
when and how did you decide to work in the area of fitness health lifestyle strength and conditioning or oh, these are such important areas mm. for an athlete and you have you have touched each one of them okay yeah when i uh, continued pursued my running and i went abroad i told you with my husband there i realized things were very organized and um, mm. people were all japanese and chinese and all of them mm. were very keen on fitness so when i came back in the early 90s fitness was just picking up here and again i had a fortunate uh, association with mrs tina wasu tt wasu's wife mrs tina wasu she's from sweden but settled in india married an indian mm. that lady uh, saw some potential in me and she made me become a teacher teaching group exercise so i i started teaching group exercise under her and and i really enjoyed and i said okay let me move away from just being a runner into uh, the fitness industry as a coach once i became a group exercise reebok india came into uh, india in 1995 and again i was fortunate enough to have a friend from chennai traveling to delhi with the ceo of reebok so they were sitting next to each other in the aircraft and just for conversation they were talking and the ceo told her i need i'm looking for good teachers uh, to teach reebok programs so she immediately said i have a friend who is shifting to delhi so i will ask her to contact you and she came back and told me please go contact the ceo of reebok it was so nice of her because that made my career so immediately i took her word 100% went and immediately called him chased him actually he was very uh uh jovial about it like i pursued pursued after him and uh, i was already 45 at that time but he said okay you seem to be very very serious about what you want to do and he took me in and i became a reebok master trainer and then i served with them till i turned 60 for about um 17 years totally 16 17 years i was with them and then they groomed me into a better um, uh coach and they told me that other certifications international certifications would help a long way in uh, promoting fitness in india because fitness was just coming in in 2000 early 2000 so on their uh, request i also did uh, american college of sports medicine certifications nsca certification which is a strength and conditioning actually uh, i also did personal training because my ceo used to ask me to train um his colleagues and uh, business people and i said if i have to train then i need to be certified before i, I know what i want i need to know what i am going to do with them so i did various certifications to help me uh, go through all that and uh, uh, my husband also gave me a chance to work with the uh, indian overseas bank cricket players so when i was working with them then i realized i seem to be good in strength and conditioning also and i have a lot of friends in this industry who are all you know pushed me to say, uh, do more certifications and i did my nsca certification in 2008 and then by 2010 11 i joined mumbai cricket association and then i was working with girls in 16 and 19 it gave me immense knowledge and pleasure passion i was passionate about um, passionate about uh, working with uh, girls and then i joined the tamil nadu cricket association that's how the my progress went from place to place and the gods were so kind to you at every stage okay yeah <laughs> okay that is my uh, blessing okay. i said no in the beginning itself okay. i'm feeling very blessed i can't <laughs> ask for anything more okay so nice uh, then uh, you are now 
and at your age mm-hmm. honestly most people can't even walk but you're still running marathons and training women cricketers and uh, what is the secret of your vigor and vitality ah uh, nice question yeah, yeah. one thing is as you said in the beginning perseverance from beginning i was running for myself not to beat anybody not to show off anybody i was running for myself because it gave me happiness you know running always gives you a feeling yes. of uh, achievement the, at the end of it i call it as runner's high when you do yeah, exactly. runner your serotonin and happy hormones release in the brain Yeah. Correct. So when I kept running, 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 I also happened to meet Dr. Kandan Pugarendi in uh, Chennai, oh. who is a sports medicine oh, doctor. Yes, yes, I heard of him. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I was working with him for some time and uh, learned a lot from him. And he also helped me to shape myself as a marathon runner. So first time I when I ran, I ran under his program. He, he used to help me make run more and more and slowly achieve distances. And that's how I progressed from 5K, 10K to oh. 21K in 2000. then um, he helped me a lot in the web, making it bigger and then i had some clients working with me on our runners said rather please try a uh, full marathon okay. even though i didn't have the courage to try so when you continue to pursue goals after goals challenges after challenges you get stronger and stronger okay. unknowingly you know okay. so um, that helped me to become a full marathoner so once i became a full marathoner i knew this is my life whole life i've got to keep this as a habit to keep my health um, in check so that's how i'm stronger even at 65 compared to a 65 year old i wouldn't say i'm stronger than a 25 but i still challenge myself to make sure that you know i'm able to motivate the younger generation from yes mentally you said you were very persevering and uh, you always face challenges and to but the body also has to cooperate how did you maintain that you know so that both of them yeah. were in working in tandem with each other yeah, absolutely yeah um i was mentally very strong physically i was not ready for a full marathon that was the challenging one okay. so again I, there was another runner who is also an alternative medicine specialist so she one day called me over and said rather come and meet me i didn't know she was a doctor but i still went because she is my friend okay. she we run together in marine drive okay. so i went to her in bombay and she told me that i'm physically very strong but i don't know about it i'm mentally strong but physically i'm really strong and uh, uh, she said you go ahead and run your marathon no problem you will be able to achieve it so when i ran the first full marathon after she told me even though it was tough my mind was taking me through at the end of it Sidhi, i mean i had to back to mahalakshmi sadhi hali i realized it is a so mind so once you see a temple or somewhere on the road in rupadi skipped but only thing is what i give up with myself slowly they from. think that it they can't really then they can't do it that even one meter off that office also they think they can do it you are a marathon runner and everything you still achieve it perseverance person so and then i trained properly for it and made you are a very tough person because you have done once you know what is toughness means i jumped the question asked I was coming to that question. How challenging is marathoning mentally? I have read that marathoners tend to give up more. They have mentally more than pieces of marathon. I only had this question in mind. When you can continue from there, turn the use for the Zara. It is really, really challenging. It is not the running uh, marathon race is challenging. It is the preparation for marathon is challenging. For example, if I have to run a full marathon and I am only a half marathoner now, I have to run another half marathon which is like the same distance once more, 100%. 
then okay. I'm used to wonder so, at the end of half marathon. As I told you in the beginning, it is not for somebody else that you are running. It's for yourself only. So, so I'm wondering why you want to satisfy yourself. Yes, I can run yesterday. I'm already done now. And you get the high out of that. Like, okay, I have achieved 25. Then when I started running, Training, okay. so I should give myself just to get that high. Time, the end result, six months time. For I don't myself, mind pushing that. Go pain. from twenty one to twenty five, okay. twenty eight. Pain 30, is inevitable. 30, we know that. To forty. But gradual. this pain yeah. is not going to stop your gradual progression. If the but mind says body has to that you are going to finish so and be, I can't run another Himalayas. I can then run the mind will control the pain. Then recover and the, the pain reduces and run another uh, and your two focus the shifts week. to and in between being good loading thinking after so run the and stuff studying like you are I had whole to dreaming about the race and mind once you see it, that so where is the question of pain then, then no, the pain stores then running the race is nothing because you have already seen it pain is still there it but is you are not feeling it so that means the unknown of the distance is the fear which stops you from running but once you go there and higher so you don't feel it till you really reach the limit but you see the so by then you are already finished your run Next time you will give the good feeling, you will only run. I don't want to follow you. First you have to get up, you have to find the strength set up, then only. It's not the mountain you remain for, it's yourself. No, no, you won't fall. You won't fall. When you can't get up, you crawl, no? Got it, got it. My principle, it is not exactly the same. I am just putting it very figuratively. What I mean crawl is, just cross that line. If you have decided to run 30 and you have done only 25, walk, jog, crawl, see the 30 today. So tomorrow the 30 will look like, oh, I have seen it. Now I, I can only crawl 30 to 32. I still 30, I don't have to crawl because I crawled once already. So when first time it's just a perception, second time it becomes an experience. So that's how I pushed myself. And I used to have landmarks in Bombay. One is the Mahalakshmi temple. Babulnath temple and there is Siddhivinayak temple you know so you will say oh okay I have seen Mahalakshmi temple now I just have to crawl a little bit more jog a little bit more and see Siddhivinayak you know so you keep such targets all marathoners do that oh I have come to this turn now this Deloitte building I have crossed okay I have crossed Cadbury's building these are the buildings that come on the route so when when you come near Cadbury's you know their Cadbury's will be served by them they give for free for all the runners. So, uh, you keep targets and just when you reach the target, you know the next target is almost there. And in between is this uh, Hajihali. You just heard the part A of the conversation with Mrs. Radha Krishnaswami.